Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Sterner, play action, looking, pumps, throws down the middle, touchdown, Arkansas, oh my! Clint Sterner is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai of Conway. Sterner throws, Visit them in Conway today or check out ChrisCraneHyundai.com. Play fake, Sterner steps out of trouble. Wow. To a oh. wide open receiver, it's Cobb. Towards the end zone, touchdown. Okay, let's check in with Clint on the Brandon Movigan Storage Hotline. We'll take some calls here coming up in a couple minutes as well. Clint Sterner, welcome. Happy Friday. Yeah, fellas, what's going on, man? Hell, that, that was... Uh... That was a, a harsh reality you just <laughs> you just uh spoke into my into my ear right there, man. It's uh what what a what a day what a time to be alive. We got a ways to go, don't we, boys? Do. Although I do think this year is skewed negative and I don't think Arkansas's program is anywhere bad as I don't think we should be having a discussion about Arkansas being the 13th best team in a 14-team league. That's nonsense. This this program is much better than that generally, and this has been a very, very, very disappointing year. You can make an argument. Arkansas has had as disappointing years as anybody in the country. For me, I can't think of a team no. that had higher expectations with all the things coming back to where they are today. But, again, you can change the perception a little bit here these next four weeks, yeah? South Carolina's in the same boat. That's a great point. Great point. Anyway, Clint, can you tell me why this line is down to just over a field goal? I did, did it. I heard you guys talking. Does that mean it? Did, I haven't seen it before. Does that mean that it moved big time? Yeah, it was six at one point. It was six. Which I thought was low. We, we, I thought that was low. <laughs> yeah. Do we have any injury news? Do we have any injury? No. Look, I mean, you look at Florida. I mean, they the, the Tennessee win was big at home. Other than that, when they faced a team that was that was as as talented as them or better, they've they've got they've got beaten convincingly. Whether you're talking about Kentucky, Georgia, or Utah earlier in the season, mm-hmm. and, and Utah did it without their without their starting quarterback. And yeah. So. Um, you know, I, I, the Tennessee game was a, a big win for them. That's a huge rivalry game. I, I kind of tossed that one out, if you will, just because of the, the rivalry. You never know what's going to happen there. Um, and, and you look at the rest of their schedule, and they just haven't done much, man. I mean, they, they, they're scoring, they're scoring about two more points than Arkansas is per game. And, and Arkansas is, is uh, obviously, as we all know, including the listeners, Arkansas has, has been unbelievably frustrating. Uh, offensively this year, so um, you know I, I, I think I think that's probably I think it's probably more of a fair line. I think I think Arkansas is a better football team. Hmm. Um, now that that's a mouthful given what we've watched this year, but I agree with your statement earlier, Justin. You, I mean, you said it multiple times that you this is not you know Arkansas is not um, as bad as they as their record or as bad as they're ranked in the conference right now. I, I firmly believe that. I don't think they're they're somewhere in the middle of the pack, and they just happen to be playing. Um, you know, he had a, a bad hire, and um, and guys aren't aren't playing anywhere near their ceiling right now, and they've got to turn that quickly. Yeah, you beat this team, and you automatically get to say things like, "Well, if Guyton had been calling the plays, we would have beat BYU, probably would have beat Mississippi State." In fact, I don't think there's any doubt in my mind about it. Mm-hmm. That's two more wins that completely changed the perception of the season. And yes, you suffered mightily for one bad hire. But it's an argument that you can make with a straight face if you go to Florida and win this weekend. Well, we, look, we talked about it. I mean, Sam Pittman and, and, and Hunter Urechek are going to have a hell of a meeting when this is over. Yeah. 
and and when it when it they probably already had a meeting actually, but but the, at the end of the season, they're going to sit down and have a meeting. And if Sam Pittman can say, "Hey man, it's on me. I hired the wrong guy. It went it went completely south." And if you want to fire me for hiring the wrong guy, then so be it. Uh, or he sits down and it goes beyond Dan Enos. Just say, man, you had a you had a, a about a, a 12th year quarterback that has played well and won before, and he didn't. And, and you know all the recruiting hype that that has been around Arkansas with transfer portal and everything. You know you weren't able to draw it together defensively. You did offensively, and you're an offensive minded guy. Offensively, you weren't able to pull it together. You're an O line guy. The O line played awful all year long. And so what happens the rest of the season for us fans is obviously huge, but it's, I mean, for Sam Pittman, when he sits down with Hunter Urechek and, and they start talking about his future at Arkansas, it's huge as well. I texted Brian Edwards from VegasInsider.com, and he uh, texted me back and said the leading tackler, Shamar James, had season-ending surgery Wednesday. We knew that. We've known that for a couple of days, so I don't think that impacted the line. But he said two defensive line starters are questionable. That came out yesterday yesterday afternoon. He's checking to see if there's anything new that just came out. They're not going to leave those spots open, right? Like, they're going to put two other dudes in there, right? No, they're going to play I with think, eight on defense. Well, that, I mean, I like Arkansas's chances. I think case. you could put Justin and me on the line, and we could maybe get some pressure. I mean, I, I'll get a, I'll fall down and get a tackle. Somebody's going to stumble over me at some point. Yeah, I mean. But, I mean, yeah, look, well, you lose starters, that matters on a team that's not great. So and, and and they haven't they haven't been great you know in terms of sacks or anything like that anyway so I mean you you, you not that Arkansas again I, I'm still in the spot with Arkansas where this is about Arkansas it's not about well the opponent is this or the opponent is that West we talked about that before the Mississippi State game that was a terrible secondary statistically speaking if I if, if my memory serves me right um, but but Arkansas still had no business going to that ball game like hey man we're gonna swing this thing all over the park right so. Um, you know, it's, it's the same thing with Florida. But if you do look at some of the some of the stats that are out there, and, and you just kind of bump these these two teams up against each other, man. I mean, I, this is again, it's all it's all dependent upon whether Arkansas can play even remotely close to to their ceiling. Um, and, and I mean, if they don't do that, they're going to they're level to get skull drug and gameful. Hmm. But but the if they do, then then I, I again, I personally believe that they're the better football team. I, I think KJ Jefferson is a, a much a much bigger threat to score points and, and move the football and win games than Graham Mertz is. Hmm. But, you know, the K.J. Jefferson we watched with Dan Enos, I mean, hell, there ain't nobody in the, in the, in the league worse, if we're being completely honest. And so it just depends on what they, what, what guy shows up. But the Florida, as I've said before, Florida just does not – they just do not strike me as, as what we and our – and all the guys that are our age, guys and gals that are our age that cover the game, I mean, for our entire life, you look at Florida. I don't give a damn what the record was. They got dudes that'll just rip your head off and mess in your neck. They, they don't. They don't have those guys. They, they don't have those guys right now. That paints a visual. Clint Sterner joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, courtesy of Motorsports Authority. Um, let me talk about a couple other games quick. The general consensus around here is, in people we've talked to, and sort of the hosts that I've visited with here at the Buzz, is that we think Missouri is going to be competitive, but not quite enough at Georgia. You agree? Yeah, I agree. I, look, I, I think uh, I think they they had their chance versus Georgia. Was that last year? Two years? Mm-hmm. Last, last year, year I think. Um, you know, they had their they had their shot to get Georgia right there, and, and they let that one slip away. I, I don't think in any way, shape, or form Kirby Smart allows that team to play down to Missouri. And 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 I, I believe that that obviously as the season rolls along here, and their quarterback in Georgia gets comfortable, more and more comfortable, they're, they're they 
you know, they figure all they work out, iron out all the the, the wrinkles, if you will. I, I believe that uh, George is going to run away with this one convincingly. <laughs> I, look, I, I love what what Eli Drinkwitz is doing at, at Missouri. I mean, that's ideally what you would like for Sam Pittman to do at Arkansas is, is to go out there and put you put you on the map for the majority of the season and get you two or three more wins than you should expect on on a normal year. But I don't think Missouri has what it takes to, to keep up with Georgia. What about Alabama LSU? Well, that's a tough one, man. I, I tell you, it's it's. Um, I watched Jalen Milrow, and and I, I just don't know how they win football games with him at quarterback right now. And, and it's it, 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 it's the young quarterback. It's it's the young quarterback that is just deer in the headlights with anything other than when he's running the football and throwing the big ball over the top. But they found a way to to, to make it work all but once this year, man. And and you look at you look at LSU's defense, and and I think that's going to be. Is LSU's defense worse than Alabama's offense with Jalen Milrow taking snaps? And and I I think that the answer is yes. LSU's defense is worse, and so I, I'm going to take Alabama in this one. But I'm not betting on it at all because I've been wrong on Daniels all year long, and he's liable to light this one up. Uh, Cliff, we got to run. I appreciate you. Thanks to Chris Crane Hyundai. I appreciate them as well. And good having you on this week. We will talk to you next Monday. Always good, fellas. Let's talk about a damn W. Oh, my God. Boy, it'd be a big one, that's for sure. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it.